0: Well, good morning, Record Church. Uh, welcome to our fourth message in our series, A Community of Hope, where we're looking at the book of First Thessalonians. We're looking how we can be a church that exhibits hope in times of trials or in uncertain times. Last week, Gareth spoke about this hope that Paul had, that his hope was to please God and his hope was rooted was found in the gospel so today I'll be speaking about I'll be looking at chapter 3 and chapter 4 of 1st Thessalonians where Timothy was bringing back a report to Paul about how the church of Thessalonica was doing but the story starts in the end of chapter 2 where Paul is writing a story he's writing to the Thessalonians he's telling them How much he longs to see them face to face. He has been separated to them for a while and is writing them that, you know what, I'm longing to see you face to face, that I can spare you, I can encourage you, I can exhort you in your faith. He says, I wanted to come to you, I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. So in chapter 3, verse 1, he says we couldn't, bear it no longer. So we're willing to be left behind so that we can send Timothy to find out how we are doing, how we are keeping in your faith. It seems like the Thessalonians were going through a difficult time and Paul wanted to find out how they are doing so that he can encourage them in their faith. So verse 3 says, that no one be moved by these afflictions. For you yourselves Know that you are destined for this For when we were with you We kept telling you beforehand That you were to suffer affliction Just as it has come to pass Just as you know You know, when I was reading this chapter I could find some parallels Between the current time and that time, Paul was longing to see the Thessalonians face to face. With this current lockdown, some of us we have, not been, we have not been able to meet for almost for three months. We have not seen each other face to face. And so many church leaders, they are longing to see their members. Even us as the elders, as the leadership team as the community group leaders, we are longing to see you face to face. That we can encourage you to keep on going in your faith, just as Paul was encouraging the Thessalonian church. We are longing to encourage you not to be moved by these afflictions. You know, as believers in Christ, we are not exempt from problems, not exempt from trials and tribulation they shouldn't come to us as a surprise First Peter 4 verse 12 says beloved do not be surprised that you fear a trial when it comes upon you to test you as though something strange were happening to you in John 14 Jesus says I have said these things to you that you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart I have overcome the world you know as believers in Jesus we are not exempt from from problems as I mentioned in fact Paul says we as you know that we are destined for this that trials are gonna come to our lives We're going through a difficult time as a nation, as a whole world with this pandemic of COVID-19 and as unfortunate as believers in Jesus, we are not exempt from those trials. Many of us have lost their jobs. Many of us have been sick, have been affected by the virus itself. Many of us have lost their loved ones. But we can take heart. That Jesus has overcome the world. That even though we go through problems and trials as believers in Jesus, there is this hope that we can hold on to that Jesus has overcome the world. Paul says, When we were with you, we told you that you were going to suffer afflictions. Maybe even before the lockdown, you have had preaching churches. that we are going to meet afflictions that we are going to go through difficult times just like as we're going through now but it's encouraging them that they may not be moved by this momentary trouble I also want to encourage us not to be moved by this momentary trouble 2 Corinthians 2 says Second Corinthians 4 says for this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison these afflictions you're going through now they are momentary afflictions so the Bible says let's go back to our text so Paul couldn't take it any longer he sends Timothy to find out how did the Thessalonians were doing in the midst of their troubles that they were going under? He sends Timothy to find out how they are doing. We pick up the story in chapter, in chapter 3 verse 6 when Timothy comes back and lo and behold he comes back with a good report. He comes back with the good news about their faith and love that in the midst of their trials in the midst of their trying times they were holding on fast to their faith and love one another they were truly a community of hope in the midst of tribulations Paul says when he hears this good report from Timothy he says these words in verse 7 and verse 8 for this reason brothers in all our distress and affliction we have been comforted about you through your faith now we live if you are standing fast in the Lord remarkable remarkable words he's saying because of your faith even in our distress and afflictions we are comforted about you so you comfort us by you standing in the midst of tribulations, standing in your faith, we also are comforted by that to live, to keep on going. He says, What thanks can we give to God because of you? You know, there's nothing more exciting and more rewarding as a leader than to see a believer standing in their faith in the midst of trying times. You know, there are times where you feel down. We are going through problems of your own. And you see someone that you think they have bigger problems than you. They are praising God. Their faith is up there. You feel rebuked in your spirit and say, God, what am I complaining about? You know, I often get encouraged when we are praying in our prayer meetings especially in our Zoom prayer meeting on a Thursday where Keith will often pray such prayer of faith some of us if you don't know Keith, Keith is currently going um, through chemotherapy and he's been going through it for the past year or so and it's been challenging for him but when we hear him pray when we see his faith it inspires something of me of saying God I can carry on I can hold on to this faith it encourages us it's encouraging to see believers in Jesus standing in their faith in the midst of troubles in the midst of tribulations Paul then gives them this exhortation he gave the church of Thessalonica this encouragement of how they, how they ought to walk as a community of hope. Number one, he exhorts them in the area of love. Verse 12 of chapter 3, he says, And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do he's encouraging them to continue loving one another verse 9 of chapter 4 he says now concerning brotherly love we have no need for anyone to write to you for you yourself have been taught by God to love one another he's saying to them just as we have stood in your faith in trying times continue loving one another may you increase and abound in love for one another, He says you are doing it already but I'm encouraging you to continue doing it, to continue loving one another, you know sometimes when you go through difficult times you tend to be self absorbed the only thing you can think about is my problem the only thing you can think about is what I'm going through right now and you don't think about anyone else I want to encourage you as we even as we're going through difficult season in our nation encourage us to continue loving one another to continue loving one another that our love for one another may increase and may we abound in love for one another Philippians 2 says let each of you not look only at his own interest but also to the interests of others let us find ways let us try and find means of how we can care how we can show love to one another let us not grow cold let this distance of not meeting together let it not separate us let it not make our love for one another grow cold but may we continue to love and care for one another Jesus says in John 13, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. As a church, we need to have this love for our brothers and sisters. We need to care for each other. We need to find ways Of caring for one another secondly he exhorts them in the area of sexuality you know what I like about this is that this is not a rebuke from Paul he's not rebuking them but these are exhortations or encouragements to the Church of Thessalonica verse 1 of chapter 4 he says we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus as you have received from us how you ought to walk and to please God just as you are doing that you may do so more and more he's not saying to them that you are sexually immoral he says no I know that you are living lives that are pleasing to God but I want to encourage you to do so more and more he's encouraging them to keep on going you know as a community of faith as a community of believers we need to know how we ought to control our bodies in holiness and honour to God not in passion of lust like the world is doing brothers and sisters when it comes to the era of sexuality we need to live lives that are exemplary to the world God has not called us for impurity God has called us in holiness. This is not to condemn anyone, but it's an encouragement for us as believers, as Paul was encouraging the church of Thessalonica to live lives that are pleasing to God with their bodies. He carries on to say, whoever disregards this, disregard not men, but God, who gives his Holy Spirit to you, if you disregard this word of abstaining from sexual immorality, you're not disregarding men or me who's delivering this word, but you're disregarding God himself. Because he himself saying, he says as believers in Jesus, we need to live lives that are pleasing to him when it comes to area of sexuality. You know, it was encouraging last week to hear from Carl sharing his vulnerability when it comes to his struggle with, with his sexual struggle in was being vulnerable you are saying God I know what I'm going through or what I've been going through is not pleasing to you I want to live a life a life that is pleasing to you so I'm willing to be vulnerable before you and before the whole church that was encouraging and i believe god god was encouraging Carl. to keep on going keep on wanting to please god so i want to encourage us as believers in jesus that when it comes to the area of sexuality we may want to please god we may want to honor god we may honor him with our own bodies we may live lives that are set apart when it comes to our sexuality Lastly, Paul continues and encourage them in the area of work. He instructs them, and in, he says in, chapter, in verse 11, and to inspire to live quietly, and to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands as we instructed you, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent. no one. Paul is encouraging the church to live quiet lives to mind their own business to work with their hands so that they're not dependent on anyone and I believe that this church was not a mega church maybe this church was maybe the size of our church I don't see maybe even smaller but here Paul is exhorting them to work with their hands so that they're not dependent on anyone he was calling them out as a church to be self-sufficient. I believe that this message is for us as RLC. it is for us as a local church in Doti that we too may be a church that is self-sufficient. We may be a church that is able to provide and support our own needs. You know, often at times as a church we have struggled with finances over the years. And God has used different people, different churches, our partner churches in the country, churches from overseas to bail us out. But I believe that God has not called us to be dependent on anyone. God has called us to be a self-sufficient local church, that may be a church that is able to meet its own needs. But how how do we do that? We do that by giving to God by giving to the church by working with our hands so that we can give to the church and God can carry his message through us as a local church. I want to encourage you when it comes to the era of giving the message today is not about giving the message today is about giving working with our hands, and being a self-sufficient church. So I want to encourage you in that area, if anywhere you're struggling, just as Paul was encouraging the Thessalonians to work with their hands, to lead quiet lives so that they don't depend on anyone, I urge you as well to play your part, to play your part in making sure that we as RC are self-sufficient. I believe God is not only calling us corporately as a church, but he's calling us as individuals as well to live quiet lives. That as believers in Jesus, we may not be in the news for all the wrong reasons. That we may not cause trouble wherever we go, but we may lead quiet lives that are pleasing before God. Paul is commanding us to work. Maybe you don't like to work or maybe you don't have a job. But Paul is encouraging us as individuals to work so that we can make a living, that we can support our families, we can support our loved ones, and we can support the church as well. So, what does this message mean for us as a local church in Amazon Dodi? Number one, I believe that we are we need to be resilient in our faith in times of trouble. We need to be committed of hope that is resilient in our faith in times of trouble. There's a lot going on right now. You open the radio, you open the TV, there's news about trouble everywhere. But we need to be a community of hope. We need to be a beacon of hope that in the midst of trials, we need to stand in hope. We need to be a family of faith, resilient in our faith in the midst of trouble. Number two, we ought to love and care for one another deeply maybe even this week why don't you think of ways that you can show love to your brothers and sisters that you haven't seen face to face for the past three months why don't you ask God to show you someone that you can bless even this week that you can show love to even this week Paul is calling us to grow in love for one another even more and more number three to honor God with our bodies if you think that we have fallen short in this area if you feel that God is speaking to you when it comes to sexuality you ought not to be condemned but you ought to come before God on your knees and say God I'm sorry I've not lived a life that has been pleasing to you I've not lived a life that has been honorable to you I pray that may forgive of my sin. And God is able to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, the Bible says. God is willing to forgive you. And encourage us to live lives that are pleasing to God and honor God with our bodies. Number, lastly, we need to lead quiet lives. Work with our hands that we can support ourselves we can support the church that as a church we can be a self sufficient church and we're not dependent on anyone. Let's bow our heads and pray this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for this word. Thank you for this message about this community of Thessalonica. Thank you that we can learn something from them, that we too can be resilient in our faith in times of trouble, that we too, we can hold on to our faith in the midst of trouble. Lord Jesus, I pray that we may continue loving one another. I pray, Lord God, that you may speak to us, that you may make means of showing love to one another even more during this time. I pray, Father God, that we may continue to honor you with our bodies, that you may live lives that are pleasing before you. I pray that God that may you make us a people that are living quiet lives, that are leading lives that are honorable to you, that you may work with our own hands. We pray, Father God, I pray for RLC that you may be a self sufficient church. Pray, Father God, that may you, may we, we as a church be able to meet our needs. Lord God, I pray that we may not be dependent on anyone. Pray, Lord God, that may bless brothers and sisters as they listen to this message. I pray that may you do a complete work in their hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.